Welcome to the Rocky Mountain Sunshine Podcast, where we share faith, have some fun, and strive to add a little sunshine to your day. I am your host, Jason Bringhurst. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show today. In today's episode, I talk about uh, judging others and what the Spirit taught me as I drove in my truck this past week. And just as a little word of caution, um, it does talk a little bit about some substance abuse. Um, So just a, a word of caution for any young listeners out there. So let's get into it. ever been reprimanded by the Spirit? You know, that actually happened to me this week, and I've been a little hesitant to talk about this. It's uh, <laughs> kind of personal, and, and uh, you know, you don't always like uh, talking about things that maybe don't put you in the best light, but, uh, you know, I thought that uh, this experience might be helpful to some others, so I'm going to go ahead and <laughs> talk about it. Going to get a little vulnerable here, probably. Uh, so my stepfather passed away this past week. And, uh, you know, I was not really close to him. My mom was only married to him for a few years. uh, uh, But back when I was around 12 years old, my mom had my brother Nick. And technically, Nick is my stepbrother, but I've never called him that. He's always just been my brother. And after talking to him on the phone uh, about his dad passing, I really felt like I needed to go down to Utah to be with him during this time. Uh, His dad had not really got his affairs in order, and Nick had a lot uh, that he had to do in a short time to prepare for uh, a burial and uh, to tie up all the affairs of of my stepfather. It's a a long drive down to Utah from Port Angeles, and I had a lot of time on my own to think. And I started just churning up some things and memories that I really had not thought of for a long time. A lot of it centered around just disappointment. There was disappointment in that time of my life. You know, I wanted a family. I wanted my mom to be married, and uh, I had expectations when she married my stepfather. And I, I was really excited when I had a brother. I had always wanted to have siblings. Nick was my first sibling and my only sibling, and, and so he was born uh, around when I was about 12 years old. And, you know, I just wanted to go on vacations and do things that families did. But there was this one thing. My stepfather, he, uh, he was an alcoholic. And I realized as I was driving that I was harboring some resentment and uh, just had some, some negative feelings about my experiences. There are things that happened, you know, before the divorce. I uh, remember watching uh, the disappointment in my mom as uh, my stepfather wouldn't come home from work sometimes. You know, apparently he had gone out to the bars and gone drinking or the disappointment of him losing his job because of the drinking or me calling the police uh, when they were fighting and things got violent or after the divorce, watching my brother uh, wait on a Saturday for his dad to come and take him. But he didn't come. He didn't show up, uh, apparently passed out uh, from drinking the night before. There he was dredging up all this stuff from my past, things that uh, I hadn't thought about for a long time. And then all of a sudden the spirit reprimanded me and I heard God loves him just as much as he loves you. And I was taken back. I was like, oh, wow. And of course, yeah, of course, of course God loves him. And I've never thought of it, though. I've never thought of it. For the rest of the trip, it, it all really changed for me. I started seeing things in my stepfather's life that maybe led him down that road that he went down. I'm sure he had a lot of regret in his life. You know, when he was 10 years old or so, his older brother uh, died. He was electrocuted in their backyard by a downed wire, a live wire. I'm sure that affected him. 
my stepfather, he served in Vietnam. I know a lot of people um, that have served in, in wars uh, have PTSD. Maybe he turned to alcohol to help him cope. Uh, maybe his relationship with his own father was not very good. You know, and as I thought about all this, my resentment started to clear away. There's a scripture in Doctrine and Covenants 6410 that says, I, the Lord, will forgive whom I will forgive. But of you, it is required to forgive all men. And there I was judging someone, not knowing what they had gone through. The prophet Joseph Smith said, while one portion of the human race is judging and condemning the other without mercy, the great parent of the universe looks upon the whole of the human family with a fatherly care and paternal regard. He holds the reins of judgment in his hands. He is a wise lawgiver and will judge all men, not according to what they have not, but according to what they have. Those who have lived without law will be judged without law, and those who have a law will be judged by that law. That was from the teachings of the prophet Joseph Smith. There's also a, a talk by Brad Wilcox that I was thinking about that I really like. It's titled, His Grace is Sufficient. He says, I have uh, born-again Christian friends who say to me, you Mormons are trying to earn your way to heaven. And then he says back, no, we are not earning heaven. We are learning heaven. We are preparing for it. We are practicing for it. And they ask me, have you been saved by grace? And, they, and then he answers and says, absolutely, totally, completely, thankfully, yes. And then I ask them a question that perhaps they have not fully considered. Have you been changed by grace? They are so excited about being saved that maybe they are not thinking enough about what comes next. They are so happy the debt is paid that they may not have considered why the debt existed in the first place. Latter-day Saints know not only what Jesus has saved us from, but also what he has saved us for. He goes on to say, The miracle of the atonement is not just that we can live after we die, but that we can live more abundantly. The miracle of the atonement is not just that we can be cleansed and consoled, but that we can be transformed. Scripture makes it clear that no unclean thing can dwell with God, but brothers and sisters, no unchanged thing will even want to. When we understand grace, we understand that God is long-suffering, that change is a process, and that repentance is a pattern in our lives. When we understand grace, we understand that the blessings of Christ's atonement are continuous, and his strength is perfect in our weakness. When we understand grace, we can, as it says in the Doctrine and Covenants, continue in patience until we are perfected. So there I was, honestly, in the first time in my life, trying to see my stepfather as Jesus Christ might see him. And I had a, a great talk with my brother about this, and we went to lunch, and he actually mentioned that God sees his father with Christ-like love, with Christ-like compassion. I was in a complete agreement. I don't know that I would have even been thinking along those lines had I not had this experience as I was driving down. President James E. Faust, who was serving as a second counselor in the First Presidency, said, True religion is not looking primarily for weakness, faults, and errors. It is a spirit of strengthening and overlooking faults, even as we would wish our own faults to be overlooked. When we focus our entire attention on what may be wrong rather than what is right, we miss the sublime beauty and essence of the sweet gospel of the Master. 
So there I had been this whole time, apparently harboring some bad feelings. And I'd put them on a shelf in a warehouse, way up on top of a, a shelf, and had forgotten about them. But as President uh, Nelson said recently, we need to remove some debris from our lives and come closer to God. And I've cleaned that area out of the warehouse. The debris, my bad feelings that I was harboring, they're gone. And that's through the atonement of Jesus Christ that I have been able to, to do that. My feelings are gone. The Spirit has helped me to realize my error, and I have repented. My guess is that a loving Heavenly Father is going to look upon my stepfather with more compassion and grace than I ever could, and that God's grace will be sufficient for him. You know, as Latter-day Saints, we, we believe that anyone who is on earth chose to follow God's plan in the preexistence. Everyone, all of us. You know, my, my stepfather, he is uh, an angel of glory, or a spirit, in other words, now in the spirit world, now free from mortal addiction, which held him back in life. He will be resurrected, thanks to Jesus Christ, to an immortal, perfect, and glorious, everlasting body with no more sorrow or pain. I love the hymn, Lord, I Would Follow Thee. I want to end this episode by sharing the words of this hymn. Um, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I was reprimanded by the Spirit. And, you know, I had been listening to General Conference. And when you listen to General Conference, quite often uh, you are taught. And I was taught something by the Spirit. I was reprimanded by the Spirit. And I learned something. Very grateful that I was able to uh, have that opportunity to learn um, because uh, I do want to become more like Jesus. I do want to improve and get rid of the debris in my life that would hold me back. Savior, may I learn to love thee, walk the path that thou hast shown, pause to help and lift another, finding strength beyond my own. Savior, may I learn to love thee. Lord, I would follow thee. Who am I to judge another when I walk imperfectly? In the quiet heart is hidden, sorrow that the eye cannot see. Who am I to judge another? Lord, I would follow thee. I would be my brother's keeper. I would learn the healer's art. To the wounded and the weary, I would show a gentle heart. I would be my brother's keeper. Lord, I would follow thee. Savior, may I love my brother as I know thou lovest me. Find in thee my strength, my beacon. For thy servant I would be. Savior, may I love my brother. Lord, I would follow thee. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that we've added a little bit of sunshine to your day, and we would appreciate it if you would rate and give us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It's a small step that makes a big difference for our show. And if you did like the show, please subscribe, and then you'll be notified when other episodes come out. And as always, we would love you to share it on social media so others can find us. Until next time, cheers from the Pacific Northwest. Northwest.